Hello and welcome to episode three of Soundwaves, the podcast of the Ella MacArthur Cancer Trust. This is a place for us to share stories, go behind the scenes and stay in touch with everyone who has a relationship with the Trust. This episode is going out on the evening of Monday the 11th of May, having just announced some changes to the Trust's 2020 season. My name is Scott, I'm Communications Officer for the Ella MacArthur Cancer Trust and I'm joined by Frank Fletcher, CEO, and Corenda Morton, who is the communications manager here, to talk about that announcement. Frank, can you just explain what decisions have been made? Hi, Scott. Hi, everyone. Um, so up until now, we had said that we really wanted to start activity from mid-July, if possible. And I think as everyone um, has realised over the last couple of weeks that it's become increasingly clear that that's just not possible. So um, sadly, what we've announced today is that we will not be running any first-time trips in 2020 and that we have cancelled our return trip programme as it stands. So potentially, uh, we may be able to run some return activity later in the year, even, say, even when it becomes safe to do so, but only if and when it becomes safe to do so. And that's the reason that we've cancelled the trip as it stands, because, you know, it, 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 it's increasingly look like that's going to be very difficult to do. So um, not a great day in the trust history, but the right decision. Um, and I just want to reassure those young people who have, have and I know that the ops team have spoken today, but if your trip has been cancelled, that will not count towards the number of trips that a young person is eligible for. It can't have been easy for, for you and for the team to get to this point. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how you, um, you all came to this decision? Yeah, I think um, anyone who knows the trust, anyone who knows the team, anyone who knows me knows um, just how difficult this has been. But, it, you know, it's, it's the right decision because the safety and the welfare of young people come first. And... You know, currently we can't see how we could run trips safely, and you know you can't do you can't manage social distancing in the in the tight confines of a yacht. You know, young people currently use public transport to get to and from a trip, um, and we would be bringing young people together from all across the country. Um, so, you know, in some ways it was a very hard decision, but in some ways. You know, it's a very simple decision. I think the other thing that was very much in our mind is that we can't put pressure on the NHS. And our recruitment and a lot of our, you know, our recruitment is through the NHS and a lot of our volunteers come from the NHS. And we can't add pressure to the NHS at this time. That's what we're all trying not to do. And Equally, we don't want to add pressure to our partner charities. We work with a, a wide range of partner charities. You know, two of the biggest, Click Sergeant and Teenage Cancer Trust, you know, they're working really hard to support young people and their families at the moment, and we don't want to add pressure to them. And we also increasingly became aware that, you know, young people that, you know, a lot of young people we work with are shielding, and a lot of young people we work with are incredibly anxious about their vulnerability and their health. So it was a really difficult decision, but it's for all the right reasons. And, you know, we spoke to parents, we spoke to young people, we spoke to our youth board, we spoke to our 
board of trustees and everyone felt that you know not running trips in 2020 was was the best decision unless things change towards the end of the year and you know we can find some way of running you know one or two socially distanced return trips and, and working out how we can do that so the the cancelling of the first time trips the cancelling of the return trips as they stand was the right thing to do now because it was only fair to let young people know let our volunteers know let our skippers know as early as possible and it, it's better to cancel now and, and then put something on in september if it's possible to do it safely um than to keep holding on and letting people down at the last minute Corinne, like can i just bring you in here and ask this is a decision that affects a lot of people probably more than most people realize um how have you let everyone know hi everyone yeah it's um as, just to echo frank's um thoughts really in terms of um how difficult this has been for everybody and like you say scott once you actually start breaking it down as the as to who this decision actually affects it's mammoth i mean you've got the young people and their families for a start you've got all the volunteers which come from a wide spectrum of um you know the whole trust community um you've got the the people that are contracted for the season um our skippers and then beyond that you've got all our supporters our fundraisers our donors um, you know, there's such a wide spectrum, our corporate partners, there's such a wide spectrum of people that this decision directly affects. So, you know, it was only right and fair that those people knew before um, before we went public with this decision. So the team have spent the day um, going out to going out to their contacts and the, and the people that they know within within all these different spheres um, that, that, the, that the trust sort of touches um and you know had those difficult conversations with them today and, and let them know by email um and then obviously the, the next step for us was was to let everybody publicly know um the difficult decision that's had to be taken and that's that's what uh, this evening's been been all about and uh, you might have seen frank's blog we you might have listened to the podcast there might you might have seen um the video you know we've tried to try to make sure that wherever people are you know getting their news as it were um then uh, then they're gonna they're gonna actually see it so you know we're hopeful that that everybody who needs to know by by you know in the next 24 hours will know and if they've got any questions or any concerns or any anything they want to say to us that, that that they can do and we're here to listen it's always important that anyone who supports the trust in whatever way they can knows that they're appreciated not only that but that they know the difference their support makes too on behalf of everyone at the Trust, here is our patron Ellen MacArthur with a message for everyone who has lent their support. Young people in recovery from cancer are going to need us more than ever once this is all over. Some recently off treatment will be undergoing even stricter isolation than most of us. Imagine how hard that will be, not only for them, but also their families. And those recently diagnosed will be not only going through something incredibly stressful, going through hospital and treatment, but also at times like this. Imagine what that must be putting them all through. So I wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for supporting the Trust during these difficult times, for fundraising, for sharing our message on social media. We massively appreciate it. And we know there will be even more need for all that we do in 2021 and beyond. Thank you. Can I just bring back that point you mentioned earlier, Frank, about the possibility of some return trips if and when it's safe to do so 
what sort of things would you have to take into consideration to start thinking about that becoming something we could do? So, um, thanks, Scott. Um, so, from the beginning of this crisis, we have followed the um, advice of Public Health England and Health Protection Scotland and the advice that we've been getting from our fantastic uh, trustee, Dave Hoban, who's a paediatric oncologist in Birmingham, advice from other trustees, um, advice from the wider, um, you know, teenage and young adult cancer world. So we're going to follow that advice. And then, you know, we need to look very closely at our risk assessments and those are the partners that we work with on the return trips. And in honesty, Scott, I don't know what's possible now and I don't know where we'll be in September, but, you know, it might be that actually we could run a, a residential trip with some social distancing. I think that's going to be really hard on a yacht. Um, but these are the sort of questions that we need to start asking. So, um, we, you know, one of the things that, I think one of the hardest things about this decision, maybe what I didn't really get across in your last question is, you know, one of the toughest things about this is we know how hard young people are finding lockdown. And, you know, a lot of young people are having to socially shield, socially isolate well beyond what, you know, I'm having to do. And so, you know, we have this sort of position where, you know, we want to do more because we know young people need us. But actually, we know that the, it's, we've got to make sure it's safe to do so. And that's really hard. So these are questions probably for later in the year when there's a clearer idea of, of how this is looking. But, you know, we will only do this if and when it's safe. And, you know, what the team need to do, and, you know, I hope Karen is going to talk in a minute about other things that we would really like to do. And, you know, I think that's really important. But, you know, we'll only run trips again when it's completely safe to do so, and when we've worked out how to make it completely safe to do so. But we all, you know, we know that there are young people who really need us at the moment. And, and probably the hardest bit of all of this is that we know they need us, but we also know it wouldn't be safe to, to bring them on a trip. And that and that's a really that's a really hard position for us. And it, but we've got to make it safe. So, you know, as we go through the year, we will look at how we can make this safe and we'll talk to everybody who can help us with that. It's clear that um, after all this has been put out there, the, the main message to take away is that it becomes about supporting young people in other ways. Corinda, could you talk a little bit about what the plan is there? Thanks, Scott. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, first and foremost, we all wanted to support young people in a trip environment in some way this year um, when it became obvious that that wasn't going to be possible um, the next most important thing was making sure that that we were communicating that and that's really what last week and today is all about making sure that those people who need to know are now aware of the situation in which we find ourselves um, what comes next is is really the is really the next thing for us to start tackling um, you know we might have some ideas in house as to how we how we um could support young people but actually the best people to tell us what support they need and what support they want is the young people themselves the families the the partner charities that we work from uh, work with sorry um you know so that's our next thing really that to start going out to these people and and finding out what they might want and need over the course of the next six to nine months um and and possibly even beyond um 
there was a survey that went out um, with with um, some of the emails today. So we've started that process just to kind of start getting a bit of a sense as to actually what 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 will people miss about the trips? What where where what might we be able to offer some support and how might we be able to do that? You know what actually might that look like this year? Um, and once we start getting some of this feedback in, um, then we can start to look at actually how we might be able to do it um and actually give give the young people the support that they they actually need this year um as i said the, the survey went out this morning um uh, sorry during the course of today um it's also going to be in frank's blog on the website so um you, you'll be able to check it out and and actually complete the survey through that if um if you want to get involved and, and offer your views and also we'll be promoting it across our social media channels in in the coming days so if you have got things that you want to say things that you think might be helpful things that you know ways that we we might not have ever even considered that we could support young people then we want to hear it and once we once we've put all that into the melting pot then we'll start making some decisions around what may or may not be possible but the most important thing is that we don't rush any of this you know the most important thing is that as is always the way we have to do the right thing for the for the young people and um yeah if that's if that means it takes a few weeks to to get our heads around get giving them the right support then um then that's what we'll do yeah if i, if I could just echo that really you know we we know that young people need us now and we want to know from young people who served us in the past young people who are serving with us now our volunteers the families we work with professionals in the you know, the teenage and young adult and children cancer world, we want to know what we can do because we want to support young people. And that's that's what gets, you know, everyone who works at the Trust, that's what gets them up in the morning. And, and, you know, this is so much more than a job to all of us. And we want to be there to support young people. And what we need is your help. If you're listening to this, you have a connection to the Trust almost certainly. So we need your help in in helping us to work out if we can't run trips in 2020, how can we support young people? And, um, and as Karen just pinpointed you to all the places that you can go and find the link to the survey, please, please, please go and fill in that survey. If there are no trips this year, what does that mean for fundraising, Frank? Where does fundraising fit into that? So. Um, yeah, so it's been a it's it, the coronavirus like every charity has hit the Ellen McCarthy Cancer Trust. So you know our income is down by a third this year. Um, we need to be there for young people in 2021, and um, you know a lot of our suppliers have been absolutely fantastic. I mean there are some people that I will you know I'm just blown away by how nice people have been. But there have been some costs for this year's trips that are that are not recoverable. Um, and you know, you know, we still have to, you know, there are things that cost a charity to run. So, you know, we still have to do all the things that that you know we do. We still have to pay our insurance. We, you know, we still have to pay, you know, our berthing for our boats. You know, we still there are still costs to to run in the charity. So, um, you know, there are young people at the moment who are on treatment in complete isolation, away from family and friends. You know they are going to need us in 2021 and therefore we need to make sure that we are here in 2021 so you know we we need your help still um you know we're not you know we're, we're not we're not in the position where we need to do an emergency appeal we're not in the position where 
you know we're we're in dire straits but we you know, we need to keep going so that we're there for young people in 2021 and we need people's support and help in doing that and and looking longer term um i'm not an economist but you know it looks like there are a tough couple of years ahead um and you know we know charities suffer in recessions you know we we've seen that in the past and therefore you know we need your support possibly even more than than we have before um so you know so that we're there for young people in 2021 and beyond you know our fundraising will be if anything ramping up rather than going on hold so i think that sort of covers a broad overview of what's happened what's happening and what it looks like going forward frank is there anything else you would like to add to what we've discussed yeah i mean i i think what i'd really like to say is we will be there for young people in 2021 because there are young people who are currently going through this in in, the, in an even worse situation than the vast majority of us and we need to be there for those young people and can't tell you how what it will feel like when we get to run a trip again in 2021 just going to be the most gorgeous wonderful moment and and then i think without you know without making this sound like an oscar speech um you know there are some people we really have to thank you know our board of trustees have been superb the the team at the trust just have gone the other above and beyond you know they've been wonderful um you know the the goodwill we've had from people i can't the generosity we've had from people the the yeah i mean people have just been so wonderful over the last eight weeks um you know donors supporters volunteers you know they've just been great and and you know our youth board you know we went out with a question to our youth board we have a whatsapp youth board group we went out for a question to our youth board and the replies that we got you know like almost within 10 minutes really thought out replies just you know i mean i could go on for far too long so i won't but you know there are so many people who've done so many wonderful things and have been so generous with time with money with support and you know, as I say, the team at the Trust have been superb. And I suppose that if I was going to finish with anything, I would say thank you to all of those people, because it's because of those people that we will be here in 2021 for young people who are really going to need us in the future. I think all that's left to say is a huge thank you to Frank and to Carenza, and an especially huge thank you to you for listening and for sticking with the Trust. Uh, each episode of the Soundwaves podcast can be found on our website at ellenmacarthurcancertrust.org and we are now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify too, so please do follow and subscribe and rate us if you want to hear more from us. Until next time, take care. <laughs>